ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhund, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my purpose girls, my wise, wild women. I'm really loving that term because I love purpose girl created it almost 10 years ago. But I am so freaking clear that every single one of us is a wise, wild woman. Wise in that we have lived, we have lived so much, so much pain, so much challenge, so much trauma, so much joy, so many feelings, so many emotions, so much sensitivity and love. And that all gives us wisdom to live our purpose. And wild, because we're all filled with fire and passion and voice and fun and play and pleasure and sensuality. And we're women. And I've been thinking about this a lot. A client of mine even asked me if I'm going to rebrand and not yet, maybe not ever. But the truth is that I see each and every one of us And I want each of you to see yourself as that wise, wild woman. Yes, a purpose girl, living her purpose, doing the thing as if we're putting our cape on and changing the world because we are. And as woman. And you all might know if you've listened to the last few episodes that I just held good girl makeover school. And oh my goddess, what came out from women being so brave, so vulnerable, so real and authentic about how they're good girl part of you that wants to just say safe, how she has both served these women and hurts her now, how she holds us back now. And a theme that came up during Good Girl Makeover School and a theme that is coming up so much with my clients right now and in my own life is being too much. If You are a wise, wild woman. Are you too much? What will they think if I really put myself out there? What will they think if I feel into and express my sensuality, my power? What will they think if I speak up in the meetings and I take up space and I ask the questions? Too much. Have you ever felt like you were too much? Or if you really spoke your truth, others would think that you were too much and so you hold back? Because as much as we talk about in women's empowerment, as much as we talk about the not enough syndrome, not good enough, not smart enough, not pretty enough, not skinny enough, not curvy enough, not sensual enough, not unsensual enough, not old enough, young enough, I don't know, all the not enoughs. What I actually think is going on is a fear of being too much. And so welcome to the too much episode of the Purpose Girl podcast. I am so excited. This is going to be such a good one. 
you're going to want to grab your notebook. You're going to want to be taking notes. You're going to want to grab your friends and all listen to this together a second time, a third time. Because we are breaking down the too much syndrome and why we actually need to be too much. Why it is now our time to be quote unquote too much, which is really just being ourselves, which is not too much at all. But I'm going to get into all that. First, of course, I want to read our review of the week. This is a five-star review called I'm Excited Again. She says, before Purpose Girl, I felt like I was just going through the motions Now, after listening to just a few episodes, Karen has me excited to move forward, to live my purpose, and help other women find their strength. Highly recommend this podcast. By Sunny Mom 1236 in the USA. Sunny Mom, you have just made my day. Thank you so much for sharing and for spreading the love. And I'm so excited to see you live your purpose and help other women find their strength. It is so, so needed. And if you have not yet left your five-star review, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen and leave that. It helps women all over the world find us, number one. So you're doing an act of women's empowerment by leaving that review. Two, it helps me get the great guests that I get and helps me get sponsors to keep the podcast going. So it is doing me a massive personal support service, sister act and favor if you go leave that five-star review. And I want to throw this in at the beginning of the pod instead of the end. If you're not on my newsletter, make sure that you are because I've got such exciting things coming up. People have been asking me for really easy ways to get more content from me or really great ways to sign up without doing some of the big programs first. The way to find out first about programs I'm doing and to get early bird discounts, et cetera, is to be on my newsletter list. So make sure you're going to PurposeGirl.com and you are signing up at the top of the website. All right, let's dive into the too much episode. So when I was a preteen, I remember Dennis Rodman, a Detroit Piston, a basketball player. And I can't remember if I've talked about him on the Purpose Girl podcast yet. If I have, bear with me. Josh and I didn't think that I had. Well, for a while, I wouldn't have known who Dennis Rodman was. I wasn't into basketball. And he, to me, looked like many other or any other basketball player, tall, wore the uniform, etc., And then one day he shows up on the basketball court with this like bright orange hair and starts getting lots of tattoos all over his body and started being kind of outrageous out there in the world with his life and making bold statements. And he suddenly became the news, right? It was like not even about his basketball, but about his outrageousness. And meanwhile... Madonna was really gaining popularity like a virgin, Papa Don't Preach. And, you know, we all started wearing all of those like bracelets and the fishnet stocking on our hand and our like poofed out crazy 80s hair. And I'm sure our parents thought that this was like horrible, right? As parents have for a long time with music when rock and roll first came out and the outrageousness of Elvis or other rock and rollers whether those were hard rockers like Metallica or whomever you listen to, like parents since the beginning of time have thought some of these were bad influences. But there I was a preteen and there was all this example of outrageousness. And there was a part of me that was fascinated. Fascinated, like watching this outrageousness. And some 
part of me inside kind of yearning like, ooh, I want to be like that. I want to do that. But I was such a good girl. There was no way I would let my craziness out. I mean, I didn't even drink until I got to college. I didn't even like, I tried to drink, I think, in high school once. I definitely did not smoke. I definitely never tried pot. And I'm not advocating for you to do any of those things. I'm just saying like, I was such a good girl because I was so afraid of this part of me that kind of wanted to be a little outrageous. And what was so interesting is that Meanwhile, there was this other part of me that had been masturbating, self-pleasuring since I was a little girl. My earliest memory of kind of rubbing up against a blanket was when I was five. I remember being eight, nine, ten and finding like my older sisters. Actually, I don't know who they were, but finding like kind of some dirty novels right, and reading them and then going into my bed and rubbing against myself. Right. And like really pleasuring myself having orgasms. And then I remember having sexual fantasies when I was around that age. And these were like fantasies that were kind of hardcore that I don't know how an eight or a 10 year old knows about them. I had a fantasy that I was a dominatrix, that I had this like severe, blunt, black haircut. And I would smoke one of those cigarettes that were kind of like long, skinny plastic things that held the cigarette at the end that seemed very glamorous at the time. And I had a big white corner office and I would go home to my apartment. I don't even know where I lived, maybe New York. And there would be a line of men waiting to service me. And then I would self-pleasure. And I was a young girl. I would have sexual fantasies that I was a man being with a woman. Like I, I really played all out in my head watching a Dennis Rodman, watching a Madonna, being with myself, but out there in the world, I was way too afraid of that part of me, way too afraid. And what I started to notice after Madonna, look at what an influence she was. One of my clients, Lisa and I were just talking about this yesterday, her influence on Britney Spears, on Lady Gaga, right? And when we think about somebody like Lady Gaga or Madonna, how much criticism did they take? Do they take? for being themselves, for being, quote unquote, too much. Well, there has been this part of me, and I'm curious about this part of you. Is there a part of you that kind of craves and wants that too muchness? Now, of course, even the words too much, if we break them down, indicates that there's something wrong with being bold. There's something wrong with being full. There's something wrong with being totally alive if it is different than the norm, than everyone else. Well, sister, that's a bunch of BS. Who created those rules? There's a biological component that leads to psychological safety. And there's just a bunch of BS rules that play off of our psychology. So when I just did Good Girl Makeover School, The women who participated were so freaking brave. And by the way, if you want to engage in it, go to the Purpose Girls Facebook group. If you're not a member yet, it's so powerful. It's so loving. Every day we post a prompt. Every week I do a live every Monday at two o'clock Eastern. And you can always catch the replay if that's not a good time for you. 
but it's interactive. It's engaging. I'm constantly doing free events there like Good Girl Makeover School or Bragapalooza. And it's so supportive. You could post your brags and your excitement and your celebration. You can post your fears. You can ask for love and support. Someone just posted that she's having a baby. Someone else posted how she stood up to a cruel human online when she posted about her purpose and how she stood up to him and she blocked him and how she went forward anyway, like you will get so much love and support. So go over to the Purpose Girls group. But the women were so brave who participated in Good Girl Makeover School. It was a totally free three-day event that I did. And women sharing that because they're good girl, they're holding themselves back from being spontaneous. Right? I asked, well, what would your wise wild woman want to do? And someone said, skydive. And someone else said, stand on my soapbox and preach about women having joy. Someone else said, get more women in board of directors and CEO positions. Another woman said, I would go out there and I would be visible and I would tell people about my purpose and I would make money from it. But if we let ourselves be that wise, wild woman, that wise, wild woman who maybe others think is, quote unquote, too much. Because what women shared is that their good girl is keeping them from being spontaneous. Oh, I have responsibilities. I can't just take off. And that is true. I have responsibilities. I have a one-year-old. I have a business to run. I have a mortgage. I've got bills to pay. And can we find that wise, wild woman and bring her into our day? Can we have micro doses of her? Can we let her shine? And can we move past that fear of being too much? And I'm going to teach you how in a moment. People talked about that that wise, wild woman speaks her mind, right? But of course, we're afraid to speak our mind. The good girl keeps us from speaking our full truth and our full mind. Because look at the examples of women who speak their mind and how the world treats them. Women spoke up about Bill Cosby, harassing them, violating them, sexually assaulting them. And he got off. He got off from his charges. And so while many people said, oh, those women are being too sensitive, they're making it up. They came out too late. Well, of course, we don't speak up until later because we're so afraid that the world's going to say, you're too You're too sensitive. You're too emotional. You're too much. We watch a woman like Elizabeth Warren in Senate speak her truth. And when she is spoken over, when she is told to sit down, when she is told to be quiet, when she is not allowed by the head of the Senate at the time, Mitch McConnell, when she was not allowed to speak, he said, well, I told her to be quiet. And nevertheless, she persisted. Yeah, of course she persisted. But do you see how her speaking and claiming her space, taking up her space, meant that other people were thinking she was too much? We have a great example in AOC who shows up in her red lipstick and her hoops, something that we haven't seen in Congress before, and she's criticized. We even see that female politicians, female first ladies, People are focusing on what they wear. Michelle Obama, she too much. It's ridiculous. So of course, our good girl tries to keep us from speaking up, from being too much, because we might get criticized. And the reason we're so afraid of criticism, there is a biological reason to this, okay? 
if we go back in time, the way that humans evolved, think about like a baby puppy or a baby bird. Baby birds can fly on their own within a matter of days. Baby puppies can go find their own food within a matter of weeks. Many animals, the babies are able to be on their own very soon. But as humans, our children, it takes years before they can be on their own. And so we needed to be protected by community in order to protect our young. Not to mention that predators on humans can be much larger than a human. A lion, a tiger, an alligator. They can be much larger. And so humans needed to band together in order to be able to fight a predator. That the group protection meant safety. And group protection still often means safety. Right? If you are a minority in any way, but you are in a group, I can only speak for myself as a woman. When I speak up, if I go to Capitol Hill right now and I speak my mind and I'm one woman and there, let's say, are a bunch of men, I might be very scared. But if I'm at the Women's March and we're all speaking together, I feel that safety, that protection. The same is true as a Jewish woman speaking my truth about Israel and speaking my truth about Judaism. That can be pretty scary when there is so much anti-Semitism. But when I am in community, when I'm with other people who support Jewish people and support the state of Israel, my nervous system calms down. And so we have adapted to want to be loved by the group. Let me say that again. We've adapted to want to be loved by the group. And so our brain, the only way for our brain to have what's called psychological safety is if we adapt ourselves in a way that will be accepted and in a way where we will be loved, in a way that we belong. And that's why we keep ourselves from being too much. Because if we're afraid that us speaking our truth, they're going to call us names, and they will, let's be clear, then we step back. I want to read a quote from Nigerian author Chimamanda Adichie. She says, in our world, a man is confident, but a woman arrogant. A man is uncompromising, but a woman is a ball breaker. A man is assertive, a woman is aggressive. A man is strategic, a woman is manipulative. A man is a leader, a woman is controlling. A man is authoritative, a woman is annoying. The characteristic or behavior is the same. What is different is the sex. And based on the sex, the world makes assumptions. Now, I would love to believe that that is one author's opinion, but we actually have scientific data to back it up. Data has been done in workplaces that show that women are more highly criticized for being assertive, for being vocal in their performance evaluations. Women are more highly criticized for speaking up. Women are called names and spoken over more than men. And so, of course, we're afraid of being too much because we're afraid then that they won't include us. And so this has been a massive theme with my coaching clients this week. 
One of my clients who's in my Goddess on Fire mastermind sent me a message and said, I realize I've been half-assing it. I've been half-assing it because I'm afraid to take up too much space. I'm afraid to bombard you with too many questions. I'm afraid to be annoying to you. I sent her a message back and I said, sister, let's experiment with something. What if you become the most, quote, annoying, end quote, client I have? LOL. Obviously, I was joking about the word annoying. I was just using her word. I said, I challenge you this week to go into our private Facebook group for the mastermind and to post every day, to post three times a day, five times a day. Bombard me. I dare you. I challenge you to be the most annoying client that I have so that you can learn that I will love you anyway and that your voice matters and that people want to hear it. I want to hear it and that you are allowed to take up space and you're allowed to ask questions. And I love it. You know what happened yesterday? She posted three questions. She posted the first and when I got back to her right away, she's like, all right, well, here's my second. And then she's like, oh, this is helping me actually like ask for what I need and is making me think of more questions to ask you. Okay, here's another. I'm like, bring it on. Yes, please. More, please. More, please. And in the mastermind yesterday, others didn't know that she said this, right? This was a private conversation between her and I. In the mastermind yesterday, another woman was talking about, she said, I don't know who I am as a wise, wild woman. And so we went inside, right? We went into her body, into her heart, into her soul. We paused and I started asking her questions that are from the inside around her desires, around who she is. And as she started speaking, she said, well, I'm just afraid to be too much. Right? She started sharing that if she was really her wise, wild woman, she would be spontaneous. She wants to just like take off. But she has a child. She has a home. She has a partner. She has, as she said, quote, responsibilities. And I said, well, sister, you know exactly who your wise, wild woman is. You're just afraid of her. And my heart was with her, right? We were all like virtually hugging her and loving her. And of course she's afraid of her. The world tells women who are spontaneous that they're irresponsible, bad mothers. The world tells women who are sensual and sexual, and she is a body love coach. And the world tells women who love their bodies or who show their bodies that they're sluts, right? Who is constantly, raise your hand if you're constantly policing your too muchness. But here's what I've come to, sister. I've come to the absolute knowing that our happiness lies in being too much. The absolute knowing that our happiness lies in that too muchness. Why? Because that's where freedom is. Because when there's a part of you She's a body love coach. There's a part of her that wants to show herself in her lingerie. She's all about feeling sexy. So of course she's spontaneous. She wants to go and travel. That's where her happiness is going to lie. That freedom, that truth, you living your truth is happiness. Now we know from research that twice as many women are depressed as men, right? Women are said another way. Women are twice as likely to be depressed as men. And why is that? There's a number of stated reasons. Well, here's Karen Rockheim's reason. Here's my take on it. Quote me on this. A major reason that women are more depressed than men is that we repress 
our true selves. Right? Think about the word depress, depression. You're literally pressing down your truth. You're pressing down that spontaneity. You're pressing down that voice. You're pressing down that desire. You're pressing down that eccentricity, that curiosity. Of course, because the world wants to tell you it's not safe, that you are too much, and that being too much is dangerous. There is an incredible poem by Yvonne Whitney called I Am Too Much Woman. And with respect for the author, I won't read the entire thing. But I do want to read you a sentence or two, and then I will post it in the Purpose Girls group so that you can hear it from her. There she is, the too much woman. The woman who loves too hard, feels too deeply, asks too often, desires too much. There she is taking up too much space with her laughter, her curves, her honesty, her sexuality. Her presence is as tall as a tree, as wide as a mountain. And she goes on to talk about how the too much woman is dangerous and how people think someone should tell her and put her back in her place. And she talks about herself and how she's been called high maintenance because of wanting what she wants or being intimidating because she takes up space or being called selfish because she's self-loving. And she asks each of us in this poem, and again, I will post it in the Purpose Girls group so you can read her words and hear her voice. She deserves all the credit. She asks us, please, to rise. Please, to not be afraid of this gift. Please, to not shy away from it. Please, to know that our too muchness is magic and will change the world. That's the truth, sister. And maybe that's what so many are afraid of. They're afraid of our intuitive magic because we can heal ourselves, because we can heal others with our intuition, with our words, with our love. And maybe others are afraid of our voice because when a woman speaks, she's often speaking, not always, but often speaking for the underserved, the undervalued. She is marching for the people who can't march for themselves. She is saying these people deserve equal rights. In the 80s, when there was so much about AIDS, it was women, and in particular, women of color, who went to the front lines and marched for people to be treated equally and to be given the health care and reduce the stigmatism. This has happened over and over and over again in our history. Women speaking up, and make no mistake, it is the women who have spoken up who have made change in this world. Nothing ever happens when you hide that truth, when you quiet that voice. Change doesn't happen when you hold back that gift. You're not serving anyone. And I know that I've talked about this on the last couple episodes, but I want you to feel into your own too muchness. Where is the Madonna in you? Where is the Lady Gaga in you? I will tell you, one of my coaches, Julia Wells, I originally, when I first saw her come out full on and bold on social media, in her lingerie, talking about pussy, I was like, er, who does she think she is? Right? I didn't mean to think that, but like my own little fear brain And she became like a car accident for me to watch, right? Like my hand half over my eyes, watching like she was so bold and so 
outrageous, but really just so herself and unapologetic about who she is that at first I was repulsed, but I'm smart enough to know that my repulsion actually was telling me something. What it was really telling me was underneath it, I was envious. I wanted to be that out there. I wanted to share my truth. I wanted to be that big. But that part of me said, well, Amazon or Capital One or Progressive is never going to hire you if you show up in your full sensuality or you show up in your full power. You wear gold hot pants to Burning Man and you show that to the universe. And when I went to Burning Man, it was a turning point for me in showing my full self online because I was wearing the gold hot pants and I did share my big, bold experience there. And I did get fired from a speaking engagement. I did. I was supposed to go speak at a Catholic high school for girls. And days after the Burning Man post, they fired me with no explanation. Now, I know exactly what happened. And listen, I get that they think I'm not aligned with their values, but if they actually got to know me, I'm the best thing that those girls could have ever had because I was going to tell them to know who they are and to listen to their heart and to their soul and to go after their own dreams. And maybe that message was too scary for that school. And I get it. And people have said to me and laugh, probably not your audience, Karen. And I say, no, it's exactly my audience. Because I want those girls to be their full self. I want their own version of who's the Madonna in them, who's the Lady Gaga in them. And it's not going to look the same. Those are like obviously very big examples. But the way to happiness is to actually be your true self, not to follow the career that other people tell you is the smart one, right? Like one of my clients, her dad said, you should go into IT because that's going to be a growing field. He was right. It was a growing field. And then she ended up miserable. So at some point I did hire Julia and I love working with her because she helps me to stand in my authenticity. She and I have worked a lot on what we call ownership, owning all of me, being all of me unapologetically. And my clients tell me they hire me for my unapologeticness, right? Like maybe a lot of you listen to me or you're in the Purpose Girls group or you want to join my programs like Goddess Unleashed, which by the way, you all should be joining. I only have a few spots, but I could have called it too much school because it is all about you standing in your boldness, you speaking your voice, you going for your purpose, you freeing yourself to actually do the thing that is in your heart and soul to do. It's the most extraordinary, bold thing I've ever done. And I get it. That might scare a lot of you. And a lot of you might really want to do it and be thinking, oh my God, but what if, what if I do it and my partner is afraid or no longer loves me? What if I do it and my friends all shun me? What if I do it and I do leave my job and I'm unsuccessful? Sister, I get it. I get all those fears and I have them too. But what if you do it and you're the happiest you've ever been? What if you do it and you find that you are wildly successful being yourself? What if you do it and you You actually align yourself with friends and sisters and lovers and a partner who loves that and wants that. My client who now is a body love coach and she was so afraid at first to tell her husband this is what she wanted to do. When she told him, he was like, heck yeah, how can I help you? What do you need from me? And we've decided that his title is king of pleasure. 
So she did her first class and she was so excited, so celebrating, and she wanted ice cream. And so she said to him, will you go get me ice cream? He's like, I'm on it. I'll be back, right? Like you get to bring people along with you. And will everyone love it? No, sister, they won't. But how is it working for you? Suppressing, depressing your too muchness, your truth, your wild self, your passion, your voice, your purpose. How's it working for you? If you're like me, it's not working for you at all. A woman who participated in Good Girl Makeover School said her good girl didn't know that her dreams and her desires mattered. She didn't know how to fill her own cup because she was so busy trying to please everybody else. Another woman said that her good girl smiles all the time, even those who don't deserve it. She says yes when she wants to say no. She puts so much and does so much for everyone else and then not for herself. And then she ends up anxious about everything. She trips her words in fears that she won't be liked. Sister, I get it. And that's why we all need unleashed. We all need to unleash. We all need to own our too muchness. But yes, it is too scary to do alone. That's why I create the sisterhoods that I create. Just like I was saying that if I were to speak at Capitol Hill by myself, that'd be scary. But if I march with a bunch of women and men who support the cause, I feel supported. And that's why I build the sisterhoods. That's why I do Goddess Unleashed as a program, a four-month deep dive as a sisterhood. Because then you have the support, you have the encouragement, you have the emotional and psychological safety to know that you belong, you are loved in your wise, wild, too much self. You know that you have people who are saying, unapologetic, I love you, unapologetic, I love you big, I love you wild, I, I, too much, please give me more, give me more, give me more. Because sister, the too much is not actually too much, it's actually being the wise, wild woman. It's actually being the sacred ancient divine feminine. It's actually being in your power and it's actually the answer to your own happiness. Because the good girl says you're not worthy. You have to do what other people think. Hold back. And that's never going to lead you to happiness or joy or purpose. And I know we don't want to hurt other people's feelings. We don't want to make anyone else feel small if we are too much. And again, this is why we do it in sisterhood. And this is why Goddess Unleashed is for women who are living their purpose or want to live their purpose in a bigger way. Because the idea here is that we bring other women with us. We call upon the other women. The women who are joining this program are here to lead, whether that's leading themselves, leading their family, leading their communities, leading a purpose that they don't even know what it is or they do know what it is. But it's to bring others with us. It's to make more seats at the board table. It's to introduce more women to those in influence. It's to say, let's all rise together, sister. I own this dress that I bought 10 years ago and I found it at my mom's house a couple of years ago. And I tried it on and I was like, oh my gosh, it still fits. And it was like so incredible. Like, Fits like a glove. It's so beautiful. And my mom said to me, you better take that off before your sister gets here. She'll be upset. I'm like, huh? Well, you know, she'll be upset because you're still fitting into stuff from 10 years ago. And I'm like, that is not a reason for me to take off the dress. 
right? First of all, I don't know. Why do we know she'll be upset? I give my sister way more credit than that. (laughs) And two, I want her to love her body. She's got a gorgeous body. And three, I want all women to love their bodies. So like, it doesn't make any sense. Why, Why should we make ourselves smaller? Rather, let's bring every woman up. You know, a woman in Good Girl Makeover School said she needed to be unleashed because that wild woman within her cracks her up and makes her life more joyful. She said, when I get glimpses of her, I feel inspired to create, to bring my gifts to the world and to stop being so serious about life. A life full of creative endeavors and fueled by following my curiosity feels like it would be freeing. And that's what I desire, to feel free. And that's why I want us all, sister, I'm going to give you the same assignment I gave my client. What if you were too much? What if you experiment with it? What if you experiment with it in a safe place like the Purpose Girls Facebook group? What if you post there every day? You post a mantra. You post wisdom. You post a picture. You post a too much picture. You post a picture of you in your lingerie or in your high-powered corporate suit or a picture of you playing on the beach a dance party. What if you start a live? What if you do a live in the Purpose Girls group every single day and a dance party, if that's what you feel like? Or you post every single day in the Purpose Girls group doing a book reading. Whatever is your gig, girl, I'm all for it, right? The only thing that I ask you not to do is like do self-promo every day. That's just for Thursdays. But like, just because I don't want it to kind of get overwhelmed with that. But what if you posted, what if you showed your too muchness every day in the group in a safe place where you are surrounded by women who say more, please? And if that feels too scary for you, but also kind of like, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could even just post once. Then join one of my programs. We're not doing Goddess on Purpose again until early, I think like March or April of 2022. So the opportunity right now is to join Goddess Unleashed. And if that feels like it's a little bit too much on the edge for you to even post once or twice to show your unapologetic, emotional, sensitive strong, powerful, courageous, beautiful, whole, sensual, sexual self. Pick whichever of those adjectives you want. If posting feels too scary for you, then join Unleashed. Join Goddess Unleashed. It's exactly the program for you. If you're sitting there and you're going, oh, I wish I could do that. Oh, it's too scary. I would want to, but then what are you waiting for? Why are you waiting even one second to join this program with me? Because you know that in that supportive sisterhood and coaching with me for four months and doing all of the exercises to shift that good girl into your unapologetic, wise, wild woman, you know that you're going to shine. You know you're going to thrive. You know you're going to fly. And is that scary? Yes. And that's why we hold each other to it. If you're at that point where you're like, I'm on the edge and I cannot live this way anymore, then join a sister. And if you're like, but I can't afford it, then let's just have a conversation. Let's figure out how it could work for you. No woman left behind. And if not my program, then find another one that's going to unleash you because sister, you are needed. Sister, I will never say you are too much. I will always say I want more. You will never be a burden. I will always say, say it. Like my one client who said, I don't want to be annoying. I will say, be annoying and laugh and say, you could never be annoying. I'm only going to tell you I want more and more and more because that's what I've learned that when I am my whole self, 
even when people don't like it. And those moments when they don't like it are hard. After that school fired me, I ran to the corner and I cried. I felt like I was a witch on trial. I cried and cried. My nervous system was out of whack. I needed a therapy session. I needed a coaching session. I needed lots of love. I needed lots of hugs. I needed my women friends to surround me and let me know that I was safe and okay. And I didn't let it stop me. And I found other places that want me to speak as me. And I made my own stage by creating the Women's Day event where I had 2,500 women. And I will continue to do that. In fact, I'm creating my own stage on October 18th is Women's Global Happiness Day. A day I created on the anniversary of my second miscarriage. And I'm doing a free worldwide event called The Powerful, Fulfilled, Joyful Woman. It's a free event. I'm doing it twice in that one day so that I can hit every woman around the world totally free, hour-long event with me. You want to join. It's going to be so fun, so powerful, so uplifting. And the URL for it is karenrockhine.com forward slash WGHD 2021. Again, karenrockhine.com, WGHD 2021. And my name is spelled C-A-R-I-N-R-O-C-K-I-N-D. And if you want more information on Goddess Unleashed, go to PurposeGirl.com forward slash Unleashed or just send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. I answer all those myself. So whether you ever join one of my programs or not, the question is, how do you allow yourself to be too much, right? How do you actually embrace that part of you? And how do we actually come to say that this is not too much? This is just me being fully alive. What someone else says is too much is really just us being in our biggest, most full, most true, most authentic expression of ourselves. So how do you actually do that? Let me give you some purpose power tips. Number one, no surprise here, this is why purpose is so important. Okay, y'all obviously know that I'm obsessed with purpose. And one of the reasons is that purpose grounds us into our why. Why is our authentic self important? Why is it important to express who we are? Why is it important to get your voice out? Why is it important for you to do the damn thing, for you to start the nonprofit or for you to write that song or that poem or submit it to the article database or whatever it might be? Why? Why is that important? Even why is it important for you to be your true emotional self, right? All the people who tell us you're too sensitive, you're too emotional. Why is that important? Well, I'll tell you, my whole life I was told I was too sensitive. My older brother used to constantly say, you're too sensitive, you're too sensitive. Well, my sensitivity is what makes me such a great coach. It's what makes me such a great coach for women because I feel you, right? My sensitivity is what makes me a great podcaster, a great speaker, because I feel you. I feel your emotions with you. Does that mean that it's painful? Yes. Does that mean that I hold a lot? Yes. Does it mean that I cry when the world maybe says that we're not supposed to cry? Yep. And my sensitivity and my emotionality, right? You're too emotional, is the best thing about me. You're certainly one of the best things about me. Because I know that being sensitive and my emotions actually are part of what can give you permission for that and help me be compassionate to wherever you are. And as women, we're supposed to be have the full range of emotions. We're like the weather. We are the color that brightens up the universe. And so sometimes 
that full emotion is the full grief for our sisters in Afghanistan or our ancestors who were enslaved by others or, in my case, burned in gas chambers or our ancestral women who were hung for being witches. And that full high joy that allows us to be the cheerleaders and to bring on the fun and to be passionate. So purpose grounds you into why it is so important for you to be the full all out expression of yourself, whatever that is. It's not going to look like me. I don't want it to look like me. I want it to look like you. I often tell my clients when they start a program that your goal is to get an A++ in you. Okay, so number one purpose power tip is ground into your why. Why does it matter that you are authentic? Why does it matter that you're going full out with your voice and your ideas and your truth and your purpose and your business? Why? Ground into that purpose. It's like the great normalizer, if you will, or the great equalizer. It gets you back into center and it grounds you deeply. Number two, if you start to get into your why and you're like, it doesn't matter that I'm fully authentic. No one gives a crap. My family doesn't care. They're just rude about my ideas or my purpose. If your brain starts to get involved, then that gets us to number two. Number two purpose power tip for you to be that full on expression of yourself, your whole quote unquote too muchness is mindset work. Our minds are beautiful and wonderful and they create ideas and they help us go after them, but they also can be real assholes sometimes, right? Jen Pasteloff calls it the inner asshole. That part of our brain, Christina Rilo calls it the inner mean girl. However you call it, sometimes I call it the fear brain. You might hear it called the critical voice. She never shuts up, right? And you might have like 10 of them in there who constantly tell you, you can't do it. Who do you think you are? You're a loser. All these things. And I've done tons of episodes on what to do with that critical voice. But purpose power tip number two is to do the mindset work. And what do I mean by that? I mean that every single day you focus in on what is true. You focus in on your strengths. You focus in on your, what you're celebrating and what you're proud of every single day. You do that intentional positivity. I journal every day my brags, my celebrations, my gratitudes. I have to be the one who tells my brain the truth because my brain on its own will just go off, does go off often, many times a day. And so what we know is that the negative is stronger than the positive. It's called negativity bias in psychology. Your brain is designed for that negative to be stronger because it's a fear mechanism for survival. And what we also know from research by Barbara Fredrickson, who is the world's leading researcher on positivity, is that you need much more of those positive thoughts to overcome every negative thought because the negative is so strong. So you have to be super intentional with your positivity, not fake positivity, but really spend time every single day focusing on what am I proud of? What is true about me? What are my strengths? What do people say is best about me? You've got to say it to yourself a hundred times more then the negative is speaking to you. And that is intentional work. And I will tell you, I never feel like sitting down and actually doing my mindset work. By never, I mean never. 
And once I do, I'm so happy I did, right? It's the difference between want and need that like I want to have candy corn every single minute during Halloween season, but my body doesn't really need that, right? I treat myself to a few a day, but my body needs a lot of like healthy fruits and vegetables too and needs, you know, good protein and needs water and all that kind of stuff. And I feel so good when I take care of my body and I feel so good when I take care of my mind. So there's this mindset piece. And the second piece, there's the proactive, what you do every day. And then the second piece is what happens when that inner asshole starts speaking to you? You have to learn to speak back to her. That's not true because what else is true is. Another way to look at that is, well, worst case, this is what happened. People judge me, but best case, a lot more people feel inspired by me, right? So it's like, we have to be the ones who overcome it in that moment. And then I also like to always have a mantra or two that I repeat to myself all day long that get directly at what that inner asshole or inner mean girl is saying to you. Mine calls me a loser all the time and says women don't like you. It's like old crap from fifth grade. You could listen to previous episodes. I don't know which ones right now and hear that. And so all day long, I ground into women love me. Women love working with me. I create sisterhoods. We all love each other. Like I have to ground into that. And I can repeat it to myself while I'm brushing my teeth, while I'm in the shower all day long. And so that mindset work is super, super, super important. You have to be the one that controls your own mind because otherwise your mind will go off. Number three is what I call heart set work. And this is as much as we work on our minds, the reason that we listen to other people who tell us that we're too much, the reason that we allow them to run our lives, the reason we let those judgments get in the way is that there's a wounded part of us, a little girl inside of us who heard that in some capacity or another and needs our love now. And so as I learned all of the mindset tools when I did my master's degree in positive psychology, I graduated and I said, oh, something's missing here. And I realized what was missing was the heart. And that piece is self-compassion. And this is the great work of Kristen Neff. And self-compassion sounds like you would speak to a child or you would speak to a best friend. Self-compassion sounds like, of course, your teacher in second grade telling you that you were too loud is still impacting you. I hear that and I love you. And anyone would feel the same way. And baby girl, I've got you. That may have been true then, but it's not true now. What's true now is that people need to hear your voice. People need to hear you speak louder. People need your wisdom. Your opinion is going to change things at the global level. Speak, speak about the environment. Speak about women's rights. Speak about children's rights. Speak about inclusion. So we have to be the ones who say that, right? And so that is deep self-compassion. And you normalize it for yourself. You say, of course, everyone would feel this way. You speak with kindness and love to that little part of you. And then you do the reparenting. You become the mother, the older sister, the teacher that that child inside of you needs. And I actually give myself hugs all the time. Oh, I love you, little Karen. I'll open up my journal and I'll actually have a conversation with little Karen. Like, oh, what do you need? 
what's going on? What are you really afraid of? And this is this is deep work. And I love doing this work with my clients. And it is part of what I do in my programs. But you can learn to do this on your own or from a therapist or other people. But that heart set work is so important. And then purpose power tip number four is you let yourself have some fun. Okay. That's all the heavy work. And then you let yourself have some fun. Like, hmm, if I did let myself be quote unquote too much, what would that look like? Hmm. What would be something wild and crazy I've wanted to do, but I haven't yet done? Hmm. Let me just make a list that no one's ever going to see of what would be so fun. Ooh, let me do some research on Madonna or Lady Gaga and get inspired by people who are too much, by our going for it. Ooh, let me see what I get jealous of other women or other people for. Oh, so-and-so just took a year off and they're taking their kids all around the world and homeschooling. Oh, that sounds amazing. Right? So it's like you want to have some fun with it and allow yourself that dreaming. And then really start to say, what would that look like for me? Right? What would that look like for me? And you can start in small ways. Small ways like, you know, when I'm sitting in the meeting and I hear myself say, oh, don't bring that up. They're just going to make fun of you or roll their eyes. You take that deep breath because that's super important. And it's like, well, what would Madonna do? My client Lisa and I were having a virtual dinner the other night because she won Bragapalooza in my Facebook group. And she said, we were talking about Madonna and this too muchness. And she came up with the, what would Madonna do, right? Madonna would speak it. And so you practice. You hold yourself through it with a lot of self-compassion and love maybe even gently hugging yourself in a way that nobody can see through the Zoom or in person in the meeting. And you practice and you say it. And then you'd be super kind to yourself regardless. You'd be super proud of yourself. You celebrate that you did it regardless of the response. You find those little ways to take up too much space, quote unquote. It's not even too much space, just to take up space where you put your shoulders back when you walk into a room, where you take your arms out and you stand in a power pose for a couple of minutes, where you... Take the picture, the selfie of you in the red lipstick or whatever the equivalent is for you and you hang it on your wall. You find the little ways first and then you work your way step by step into that bigger, bigger expression. And I know it's scary. Of course it's scary because of all the reasons I've given you why the world does not to. And sister, we need you. We need you in your full on expression. It doesn't have to look like Madonna or Lady Gaga or me. It shouldn't. I don't want it to. I want it to look like you. And that's going to be arranged too. Some days I'm like all hot, sexy, leather sequins, tight, showing my belly and booty, red lipstick self. And sometimes I'm in sweats. And I'm more about grounding and going deep within. And it's all me. And you get to be that range too. Take the little steps, little by little. Congratulate yourself along the way. Surround yourself with sisters who want to see you and support you. I guess that that would be my purpose power tip number five or six or whatever number I'm on. Make sure you have a group of sisters around you who want to see you be your whole self. Like in my groups, we are constantly saying, say it, sister, because the world has told us not to talk. Say it, sister. Say it, sister. I tell all my clients, more, please, more, please. You can't ever be too much for me. I only want more. So find that group for you of women. And it's important it's women. Find that group 
that says, more please, say it. The key here, sister, is that you do become the most powerful, most fulfilled, happiest, most joyful woman that you can be. Because why else are we here? Why else are we on this planet if not to be that? So with that, my love, I hope you enjoyed the too much episode. I want to see your unapologetic, wise, wild, too much, just truly authentic and bold and all of you self. Head on over to the Purpose Girls group. Join Goddess Unleashed. Join me for the free event on Women's Global Happiness Day. Share this episode with all of your friends, your mom, your sisters, your daughters. That's how we change the world one woman at a time. And with that, my love, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself and may you love life. Bye for now.